Welcome back to My Mother's Daughter Podcast, where we choose to focus on the controllables, jump off the hamster wheel of grief, and take steps to honoring our loved ones by living a life filled with gratitude, joy, and abundance. It's time to get stubborn about what we want and choose to lean into who we were meant to be while drinking too much caffeine, owning way more workout pants than we'd like to admit, and dreading that nightly dinner talk almost as much as waking up early. You feel me, sister? I'm Angel McElhaney, motherless daughter, positive psychology junkie, and not-so-master juggler of my crazy crew, and I believe that you can heal and find happiness after loss. So grab that coffee, put down that to-do list, and let's get to work, one day at a time, together. Let's get started with today's show. Welcome back to My Mother's Daughter Podcast, where we are going to interview Marin Emily, a time management hype woman and organization enthusiast. She creates long-lasting change in women's lives through intentional time management and organization strategies. I'm so excited for you all to meet her. I know that she is crushing it with helping people with their small habits and routines. And I, I know for a fact these will help people with major changes in their lives. Welcome to the show, Marin. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I'm really excited to have you here too. And I know that first of all, I wanted to tell everyone how we met. Um, I think that this is huge for community, especially in this time right now where everyone is isolated from the world. I am, as they know, but an eight wing seven and that seven of me, like that extrovert part is like, oh my gosh, I, what day is it? <laughs> like, I, can't, I can't handle it. So yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like, so when you asked to do, um, you're like, do you want to do video on this call? I was like, sure. I haven't seen a person in a while. <laughs> and actually, That's you know, I see funny. you. All right. So, um, but, but yeah, so thriving. <laughs> so my husband is a five and I feel like, so he's been still going off to work, but he needs that like withdrawal time of time. And so he would be, if we were flipped and I was going off to work and like the road, you know, like had my little bubble. I'm fine with a little bubble, but I need some people, you know, but that's okay. It'll, it's for the, it's for a good reason and all, but, um, yeah. so yeah, for those of you, I just want to inform you. I actually met Marin in a group. Um, it was called, uh, don't keep your day job by Kathy Heller. And I really loved what she was doing in the group. And I'll let you explain a little bit more about that, but it just gave me this sense of, I guess, hope for how we should be treating each other, how we shouldn't be in lack, um, especially with business and toilet paper, <laughs> but really with just everything and that there's enough to go around for everyone and that I just really loved what you were doing in there. But first, you could just tell us a little bit about yourself and um, I guess about your business and all that. Sure. So like you mentioned, I am a time management, I say time management hype woman because I literally bring it up in every conversation I ever have with anybody ever. <laughs> but really, I just teach people time management systems and organization systems that work for their lives. And I should have guessed that this would be what I'm going to do because when I was five, six and seven years old, I wanted to organize my friends rooms instead of playing. So it should have been a sign, but I ended up going into other things, um, getting a degree in something else. 
And long story short, I ended up working six years in retail and I despised like every day of my life for six years. And one day I said, I can't do this anymore. I am going to lose my mind. And the next day I got news that my company was closing. And Ooh, you put it out in the world and it was like, answered. (laughs) The world responded the next day. And I was like, okay, this is my time. I need to actually do what I want to do. So I started this um, business of time management and organization. And even before I was um, selling and having clients, I started reaching out in Facebook groups. Like, I don't even want to make money. I just want to help you people with your time management issues. Well, and, and that's so that ex- is how we met. Yeah, I, that's I'm exactly how we met. And I and I love that. And I thought, like, I mean, that is so just generous. And it's putting you around people that are going to use your service and honestly rave about you because that's just amazing. So, um, but I just want to point out because you mentioned that you were basically losing your job, but you were able to kind of flip it and see it as an opportunity. And I didn't even know that part of the story, but I feel like a lot of us are in that point right now. And yeah, I didn't even know that. Whoa. Um, and so I feel like that is a good way, good perspective because, a lot of people, I don't know, they have time right now. And so that could be the time that they are maybe putting it more thing, more time into putting in what they actually want to do or that they find joy in or helping other people because there's definitely a shortage on that. And at least we have Wi-Fi, right? <laughs> you know, to connect. Oh, my God. World. Yeah. <laughs> don't think so. <laughs> Um, when I, when I told people that I was losing my job, they were like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And I was like, no, I am thrilled. <laughs> I'm taking this as a good thing. And so obviously I don't want to be thrilled in this situation you yeah. know, with people's health, but I will try and find the positive in that I am home every day now, all day. So I have so much time to help. So I think I posted in about seven or eight groups, like, what can I help you with? And I have just been answering emails all day, getting people systems that they want. Well, and I do know that that a lot of people are experiencing a lot of change right now. Um, I mean, a lot of parents are now teachers, they're having to homeschool their kids and kind of do that role and they're not used to it. Or, you know, if you're at home and you're not following any kind of schedule and time blocking that day or focusing on your own health, you are going to really fall into this trap of like the days falling into the night, you know, like cycling, it's not breaking it up. Mm -hmm. So any, do you have any tips for us for how to manage that or, or even maybe even speaking to the fact that, so when you lost your job and you decided you wanted to do this, you mentioned that you helped other people, um, in groups, like, what did you do next? Like, how do you get to do what you want? Once I started helping people, Within a few days, my confidence had skyrocketed to, oh, I have the skills that I was, you know, doubting before because I hadn't done it. And suddenly I was just so empowered and so much more confident to actually get it going. So then I created an Instagram specifically for it, just small steps. The website came later, but I really just started in Facebook and Instagram, just talking to people. And it really came from just interacting. I had heard that so many times, just interact, just talk to people. And I was like, but what do I say? (laughs) Um, It just comes from practicing, really. I love that. And I love that basically out there, someone's thinking like, 
oh, I, I want to do this. And they're thinking that, that, that no one needs that or that I can't do that or someone can do or already is doing that. But there are so many people in the world and there's such an abundance of, of need of what you have, like, you know, of that thing that you have. And, and you know what? Oh, if you see someone that does it too, they don't do it like you do, you know? And so I love that, um, that you're, you were able to flip that and then also pay it forward and just start like sometimes just starting, like getting the messy action. Um, I'm pretty sure I, before we dropped yeah. on here, I explained how I'm not downstairs in my nice organized office. I am, it's half organized. I was working on that. Um, but my computer is on a turned upside down um, laundry basket and I'm hiding in my room for my four kids and all that. And the, and the dog is here actually. She got to be admitted into here. So if you hear my dog, but um, it's just sometimes about just doing the thing, like the messy action. And so um, I know that you have a lot of value right. to give to us when it comes to tips for kind of stepping into this new role. Um, do you have any, I know you just mentioned with the boosting your self-confidence by just doing the thing, starting an Instagram, mm -hmm. and then what do, we, what, did, what do I do next? Well, I liked how you said um, there, if you have the desire to do it, someone needs it. I truly believe that if you have, you know, within you the desire to do something, there is a need for it. I don't feel like people have that desire just for no reason. So there is validity in what you have to offer everybody. I truly believe that. And the next thing is, I used to take this advice when people would say, you know, messy action, just start. And I would be like, but how? <laughs> I just didn't know what that meant. I'm, I'm a very literal person. And so I wanted an like exact step. So I will try to give an as, as exact of a step I can give. <laughs> okay. And that is to think of what you are good at and not necessarily exactly what your business is going to be and just offer help to the world. When I started interacting in Facebook groups, I just kind of said some things I was good at. Some of them were related to my business. Some weren't. And a woman responded and said, can you edit my cover letter? And I was like, sure. <laughs> it's not, I can do it. It's not related to my business. And she ended up buying my course. I never even tried to sell it to her. I just pitched her um, or didn't try to pitch her anything. I just edited her cover letter. And she said, so what do you do? And it, it kind of went from there. So just, just offer things out to people. And the relationships will come from that. Well, it's kind of putting out those good vibes, that good energy, and then it kind of bounces back to you. And so I, I really love that. Um, I love that you said yeah. that because a lot of people don't realize they think like they're just so egocentrical and it's not our fault. Like we're just made that way, you know, to initially, like you almost have to make yourself right. realize like right now everyone's so lack and scarcity and holding on mm. to everything, but it's like, really that produces lack. So you're like you know, need to adjust right. that energy a bit. So. Yes. The, and the real shift happened when I didn't want anything in return. Yeah. I had offered things in the past and I had done it because I wanted something in return and no engagement, nothing. And so really, it really truly is that shift. I know it sounds kind of wild, but it, I truly believe, I truly believe in that. 
All right. So do you have any other um, tips? And I know that you mentioned about the time management part, which so you might not know this, but actually my degree is in teaching, (laughs) which is actually now valuable. I was not using it before, right? (laughs) Now all of a sudden I'm homeschooling. We're on spring break, but starting next week. Um, So I guess I will be using that degree. But for those of of yes. the world that's not, and the, or maybe they're feeling overwhelmed, like how to, do you have any tips for us when it comes to your wealth of knowledge with time management uh, to manage their day and or manage their stress, all of the things that they have to do, all the hats? <laughs> yeah, and there's so much, but to simplify in this crazy time, which I think is really important. There's one thing I would start with, and it kind of goes off of what you said earlier, where the days run into nights. So as soon as we were put on social isolation here in Minnesota, my sleep schedule got completely out of whack, and I ended up like accidentally pulling an all-nighter, and I was like, oh my god, it's 6 a.m., what the heck happened? And that was stressful. I am someone that loves my sleep. So the thing I would suggest is setting a morning routine and an evening routine. It starts your day and ends your day. It gets you in the habit. Um, it, It makes these wild days feel a little bit more normal and it doesn't have to be a crazy long meditation hour or something. My morning routine is literally that I just make an ice latte and that signals the start of my day. And then the end of my day is I read, I can read one page if I, if I'm exhausted, just reading signals the end. So really start with those two to kind of bookmark your day and give it a normal time frame. What I've noticed with me is that if you start some in your routine, it almost like, like that nighttime routine, it almost like makes you tired already. Like you won't be tired and then you just start the routine. Like maybe you wash your face or you brush your teeth and then all of a sudden by the time you open the book, I'm like, Ooh, now I'm really tired. (laughs) So, um, and it is really hard to like stop an activity, but that's, or to start an activity. Um, but like if someone has a goal of trying to read more books, like even just thinking, I'm just going to read a page a day, then they will find that they're probably reading much more, which I, so I think that is more manageable, especially if someone's wanting to get healthier or make sure they exercise and that sort of thing. Um, they'll have to get creative because, you know, (laughs) can't go to the gym and stuff, but I think that that definitely it can kind of signal it, you know, to kind of to let your brain know this is about to happen and to get ready. So I love that. If you really want to kick it up a notch, I have a room spray that I spray in the morning and a different one that I spray at night. And you know, that's huge. Week, like, yeah, I, the senses, you know, appeal yeah, to the senses. I, I like it. it. <laughs> I did it because I honestly, I did it because I'm trying to be a little bit more of a minimalist. And so I was trying to use up these room sprays that I have. And yeah. I was like, oh, it actually signals my body that it is time to be up and now it's time to go to bed. So that's, that's really huge too. Well, and I and bet then, you people with terms- coffee in the morning, like that scent um, of smell probably, you know, I mean, we all know the Folgers coffee commercial <laughs> where they have, they smell oh it God. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but I yeah. do think it's true. It is. And just thinking about my latte for the next day, it's so funny. It makes me want to fall asleep faster so that I can like sleep fast and get up and make that iced latte. I don't know if that's healthy or not, but that's, <laughs> that's my favorite point. Well, and so to that regard, it might be good if you make sure that you have at least something good in your morning routine that you look forward to, whether it's time alone or that special drink or, um, 
a time, you know, if you want to write or whatever that could be, um, or listen to your favorite music or something to where you look forward to it so that you'll actually start it, especially in the beginning, I would think. And if you, yeah, if you dread your morning, you're going to end up dreading your day. And if you're feeling dread, nothing, I feel like nothing good can come out of the day if, if you're feeling dread. So you definitely want to start on a positive note. So if someone is wanting to kind of start, and so they start with the morning routine and then they try to lock in that evening routine, which I definitely think that they will be very motivated to do the evening routine so they can get those kids in bed and have a minute of like peace before the day resets. So if they had to pick one, I definitely think start there. (laughs) Um, And then I do think that it could be time-based or time blocking based. So like based on the thing and what's cool with the kids Mm -hmm. is they actually start noticing it too. Like the kind of first and then type of chart. Um, Yeah kind of like this happens, then this, maybe not even if you want to be more flexible with the time, but just keep the chunks the same. I think that's huge too. Um, which I've even done that with like, with my kids, you know, there's a book and then this, and then maybe we're running late. So the book suddenly is fast. You know what I mean? Like, um, or, or, you know, the song's a little shorter or something. So, but you still did it. So they know what's coming next, which I think is good. So but yes. I know that you that go ahead. Oh, and that tactic for daytime is perfect too. I've seen a lot of things on social media now where people have these impeccable schedules drawn out that is trying to match the work day and the school day. And they are just setting themselves up for failure. You, you know, a superhero couldn't maintain that schedule with kids at home <laughs> and meals and homework and all that. So that's just not going to happen. And so I just try to set, like you said, this and then this and then this for the day. It doesn't well, have to even be specific set amount of times, just tasks. Well, and I think that, that that will make it to where they don't feel like, like you said, that they fail and that it might alleviate some mom guilt too. Like, you know that you are mm-hmm. like, so if they're really into a task, like it's, you're not saying it has to last 20 minutes. You're saying, you know, they do this and then we do this, you know? And so... I mean, I think that right. if they're really into this, I don't know, the zoo is doing something at 3 p.m. about animals every day on live. Like if they're really into the hippo <laughs> that they're talking about and they want to go like make a hippo or, or learn about the All hippo. Right. Um, my son keeps asking Alexa questions. So I know a lot about hippos. Oh. Right now, guys. <laughs> but it's actually better because then they can um, kind of go with their learning, you know, and, and it's open ended, which I love, too. Um, so if, if someone's wanting help from you, like, what do you help them with? Like, how does this start? Like if someone wants to work with you, what do they do? Typically people will work with my, with me via my course. That is how I serve most people. They can get really quick wins that way. The course is made for three days, but they can do it in one day very easily. Okay. And then I do offer one-on-one coaching as well in however many sessions they would like just one or if they need 10 we can do 10 <laughs> but sure. really i start with i kind of have just a natural progression where first we figure out how much time they have and where it's going and then from there we kind of piece it together with how much time is the to-do list taking up and the priorities 
And then from there, making sure the priorities are right for them and then kind of setting them into a schedule. Okay, great. And do you, are you finding that people have to prioritize maybe first or do you have any tips when it comes to figuring out those, the habits or the priorities to kind of fit in? Because I feel like people are trying to fit too much in. Like, I think that's probably one of the biggest Uh problems and, and right now, um, it might seem like we have so much time, but we have also a lot of things like, so we're at home now. So now everyone has to clean mm-hmm. everything, right? And they need to homeschool their kids and still work and make money. And, oh, what about this? So, oh, and all of these live things like the zoo, right? So now I have all these things that I need to like plug into. Apparently there's like a Mo Willems like doodle thing I need to try to get my kids to do <laughs> and all of these things that are pulling for our attention. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So how do so you, I, yeah. How do you edit, I guess, what you need to include? Yeah. Well, the first thing to think about really kind of targets the mindset is that everybody right now, whether they have kids at home or a spouse or a family, they're getting their people through a, a crisis. You know, this is kind of crisis mode for the whole world. And even though we've, feel safe in our homes it's still a you know unprecedented situation and you're getting your family through that so that's your main priority and if you are here start with a clean slate and add in just three priorities so what would they be right now work (laughs) school and food probably If you don't make the lives, you don't make the lives. If you don't have a perfectly clean house right now, you know, what's going to happen? Would you rather have the clean house or make money at work? (laughs) So I like to start with a clean slate. And then before I add one in, really think about it, even journal about it. That's what I did when I had way too many things going on. You know, what is it doing for your life? Is it important for the big picture? And then from there, uh, if you want to take it even further is, you know, set, look at those three main priorities. You might have more if your life is, is really busy right now, but three is a good number. And then take a look at your to-do list and try and match those tasks up with your priorities and see if you're on like a daily basis working on things that are those priorities. If your to-do list is a bunch of lives, that's not, and that's not on your priorities, then you might want to edit those out at least at the beginning. I love that. And I think that three is also a good number and it makes it to where it's doable. Um, Also, I think that people kind of need to recheck their time. So people will kind of think like, I have all these things and I know I'm speaking to myself, but if you go on your phone (laughs) and you check like how much screen time you've had, (laughs) because we don't notice like how much we hold our phone and we click on it and we say it's work or we say it's for the lives for, you know, all of that extra stuff um, that we're really yeah. just scrolling or, and that sort of thing. And so I think that trying to be more mindful maybe of where we're putting our time. Um, so if I'm going to make like a budget yeah. for myself, like say even money, you almost need to have a baseline. So maybe people could track or something somehow and try to figure out where they're putting their time now. Uh, that would be probably a good start and then see what you're, where you're wasting it. Right. Cause I feel like that's, yeah. And that's so funny that you bring that up. That's exactly how I start my course. <laughs> oh, okay. It's, well tell us more about your course. Yes. It's called the, 
or I even have it as a freebie too. So like course aside, it's just where I start with everybody. Yeah. Uh, it's called the schedule audit. And I talk about how we all have 168 hours in a week. And so I just start subtracting necessities, like start with that 168 and subtract how many hours of sleep you need to get a week. Mm-hmm. That's the most important. That obviously. does need to be really important, especially now, because if you don't get enough sleep, yes, you are not, you're susceptible to getting sick, first of all. Yes. Um, and your brain, fun- you're not going to eat as healthy. You're not, just, no. and I can tell you, cause right now Thea can get out of her crib like starting this weekend, which is insane. Oh, so God. she'll wake up. Normally I let her cry for a, like a minute and she'll go back to bed. And well, now I feel like I need to like run in there or stare at the screen. <laughs> so oh my God. it's been rough. I've been up since four thirty today. So I need to okay. yeah. <laughs> re probably go to bed now. No, <laughs> no, yeah. but sleep is really important. I definitely agree. So That's- then you take away sleep and then I take away sleep. And then I take away those three priorities that I've said. Okay. And then from there, you really see how much time you have extra. Not that it's, you know, not, you're not going to think of it as extra probably because life has a million things you have to do, but that's how much time is going towards other things. And so you can look at your screen time or your Netflix, you know, usage, whatever you're doing. Yeah. And so, and then you can start to fill in that time with other things. I think this is really powerful because right now we don't feel like we have control of a lot of Mm -hmm. things, but the one thing you do control is you and what you do during the day, your habits, your time, like that sequence we're talking about, that schedule, you have control over it. So I think that could give you a little bit of power, especially with this time being so filled with uncertainty and what comes next and what, what, you know, all of this, Mm -hmm. you can have kind of that knowing and that I feel like that would help you even with your confidence and with your mindset for sure just with coping Mm -hmm. with it, with coping with being alone and isolated from the world and just the change. We don't do change well, (laughs) just people in general, you know? So a big one like this. Yeah. This, this is not typical for sure. This is definitely huge. Um, but I think in general, it's just, um, not something that we like, like it's kind of that flight or fight flight or fight reaction, you know? Um, So Mm -hmm. I definitely love all of your tips and I really appreciate you taking the time out to talk with us about all this. Where can we find you on social media or where do you like to hang out (laughs) and that sort of thing? So I hang out mostly on Instagram. You can find me at Marin Emily Johnson. It's M-A-R-I-N and then just Emily Johnson, uh, S-O-N. Or I'm on my website a lot too. I'm, I just redesigned that and I'm, so happy about it. I just look at it all the time and I'm always adding things to it. And so that's just marinemily.com. And those are the two places I hang out most. Although, um, I do hang out in the groups as you know, so maybe yeah. I will run into you, some of you there, but reach out to me on Instagram too. If you want some help with time management, I've got a ton of time right now to help you for free. I just honestly love, I just love helping people with it right now. I love that. And I definitely, I will. And I know that so many um, of the people listening that maybe they will take this time to kind of take that leap to do what you did um, and just start. And so definitely taking control of their time is going to be a huge part of that and their habits. So, all right. Well, I look forward to following you on Instagram until next time. Remember you are capable, you are strong and you are your mother's daughter. Thank you. And with love and abundance, angel. 
Hey mama, before you go, if you found value in today's podcast or you learned something new, stop over to iTunes and leave me a review. I love hearing what you are thinking of the show and also connecting with you over on social media. You can find me on Instagram at angel.mcelhaney or on Facebook. So check the show notes for that crazy last name. And until next time, I just want to remind you, you are capable, you are strong, and you can do the hard things. Wishing you joy and abundance, Angel.